Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. This one scares me, and I'm going to explain why in a minute. It's been recently reported that the Federal Aviation Administration believes that as many as 5,000 out of the nation's 600,000 certified pilots could be concealing medical information that would otherwise ground them. This is topic C. Now, on the surface, you're like, eh, it's 1%. No big deal. <laughs> okay, first of all, it matters if that 1% is the pilot flying your plane, number one. And number two, this is actually the tip of the iceberg of a much larger problem that the FAA has known about for years. Typically, it impacts military pilots that are coming on over into commercial aviation. In case you don't know, and I'm going to give you a quick primer on this, there's three different levels of operation uh, in terms of flying, um, and they're divided into parts. Uh, it's under the Federal Aviation Regulations, and they talk about uh, Part 91, Part 135, and Part 121. Remember Part 121, because we're going to go right there right now. And let me explain something about Part 121. It is the most demanding in terms of safety and standards, and all of the, your major airlines are bound by the Part 121 regulations and requirements and it's the highest one on the flip side part 91 is more general aviation you know weekend pilot stuff like that but the minute people start paying for stuff whether it's cargo or whether it's passengers part 121 is mainly passenger commercial passenger aircraft part 135 could be under certain circumstances but is more cargo and some passenger Absolutely. So, and it, there's different there's different requirements. And I went to a pilot website because I wanted to know more about this because it scared me. So let me let me give this to you on the down low quick. Part 135 details regulations for commuter operations and on-demand operations known as charters. Part 135 only applies to aircraft with 30 or fewer seats with a maximum payload of 7,500 pounds. Think private jets, small turbo propeller aircraft, and commercial helicopters. That's that. Part 121 details the rules for the big boys. These are the scheduled air carriers. And we're talking Delta, Southwest, American, SkyWest, and even large aircraft, cargo aircraft companies like FedEx or UPS. The FAA's definition of a scheduled operation, which is what these are, is at least five round trips per week in at least one route between two or more points according to published flight schedule. Why did I get in all this? Because, and let me leave you with this, then I'm gonna explain. Part 121 is the most restrictive of the three parts is considered the highest commercial air travel safety standards. And there is where our problem is. On the average, your commercial pilot, depending on his age and condition, will have to have a physical exam, usually uh, operated by one of FAA's um, physicians, and I bet you didn't know, and I didn't either, about the Office of Aerospace Medicine. And my dad's been in the aerospace business for years. I didn't know there was such a thing, but there is. Six months, every six months to five years, depending on condition. Here's what's going on. The military pilots are coming over, 
and going to work for commercial aircraft. They may have pre-existing conditions. Some of those conditions will make them unfit to fly. They can't get their medical certification. Without the medical certification as required under Part 121, they cannot fly a commercial aircraft. They got no business in the cockpit. While they're looking at military pilots coming over, and there seemed to be an imbalance the Social Security Administration was being told one thing relative to their fitness to fly in order for them to get benefits. And they were telling the FAA something else in order to fly. Who got lied to? One of them did. And that's the problem. And there's certain things the pilots complain that one, the military pilots claim that we're getting singled out for some stuff that's not even fair. And that FAA's requirements for filling out and disclosing this stuff is murky. And we're getting nicked because the FAA is getting nicked. But in the end, if you're flying, if you are traveling commercial, do you really care? You want to know that the pilot in that cockpit is fit to fly. Regardless, I don't care if he's military, not military, trained and hired by the commercially, the regularly scheduled commercial airline. I want to know they're 100%. Cause they ain't, I don't want them in that cockpit. And you might have even remembered, I think it was close to the 15, 20 years ago, where some uh, Delta pilots were actually snatched out the cockpit for being drunk, which really scared me. Yeah, try this one on for size. The FAA recently noted that around 1,250 pilots under scrutiny, because they're under scrutiny, they're looking at their records and trying to figure this out, no longer hold a valid medical certificate. However, the majority of those pilots with open cases are being permitted to conduct business as usual. Even under part 121, these guys are being allowed to fly. Got a problem with that. Got a problem with that. Mm -mm. Got a problem with that. The FAA's Office of Aerospace Medicine last year allocated almost $4 million to hire former staffers to reexamine the medical records in question. Officials said that some pilots failed to disclose their VA benefits because FAA-affiliated physicians advised against it. What? <laughs> what? The FAA is actually telling these guys a lie? Hello? That don't make sense. Depending who you talk to, some people say their pilots game in the system, trying to get benefits from the Social Security Administration and keep flying and get paid double. When in case, either if, they're, if they are disabled enough to pull disability benefits from the uh, VA, they don't need to be flying. And if they're well enough to fly, they shouldn't be defrauding taxpayers by double dipping, getting benefits for disability that they don't have. So who's right here? The FAA has covered this up and they've known about this problem in reporting medical situations with commercial pilots for decades, decades. When I started researching this, I thought it was just a few pilots are like, okay, that would be an interesting story. I dug in and found out it was a major problem. In fact, and I saw the number that they estimate, honestly, now let's take a look at that 600,000 again. They said they believe that upwards of three of two thirds of pilots flying commercial today have misrepresented in some way their medical situation. How does that make you feel? I tell you how I feel. <laughs> Not comfortable. 
Here's something that'll make you feel better, though. Um, now, they're supposed to require to report any conditions, and some drugs they can take, some drugs they can't. But certain conditions, such as bipolar disorder, epilepsy, or substance abuse, are considered automatic disqualifiers from a Part 121 pilot's license. You ain't flying, commercial. Mm-mm. We've come to the end of this episode. Be sure to join me again next time. This has been the Tech Mobility Show. The Tech Mobility Show is a copywritten production of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Welcome to AONMeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to AONMeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's AONMeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Ken Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. Everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us.